remember. Energy. You can't do anything. One of my favorite moments for sure. Cheers. Cheers to tea. You know, it just really gets you right sometimes. When we first started doing the podcast, we were recording in the mornings. Yeah. And I feel like the tea kind of gives me that vibe because we used to just pour a morning coffee and then just literally like a warm cup of something and then just get to chatting. If you are brand new, welcome. Don't have to be deconstructing your religion in order to be here. We sure aren't. We sure aren't. We are just deconstructing a lot of other things, though. Yeah. Basically, deconstruct just means let's talk about it, <laughs> which was our original podcast. Oh, my thing. God. What a throwback. <laughs> Throwing it back to that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? Let's talk about hell. Okay. I'm here for this conversation. I mean, you better be because it's going to get hot and spicy because it's hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So... Recently, don't, don't be surprised by this. You know where this is oh, going. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I get it. The conversations that we have about everything that happens in our lives, I just I had just, a feeling that that's where this is going. But just, I like it. We just have to be open books. Okay, so recently we had a family member tell us that they think we're going to hell. Yeah, but like with a smile on their face. Which was... One of the worst aspects of it. Look, like, here's the thing. I can get behind the idea of, like, I'm not going to mess with you. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to try to save your soul. But also, like, what a weird thing to, like, choose to believe. Right. Because this particular person and, like, side of the family specifically, they don't really care. They're not very religious in and of itself. They don't really care about religion all that much. So to me, when someone tells me that they think I'm going to hell, yet I know that they don't take religion all that seriously, I'm like, well, you are making a personal choice to think that your family members that you, I think you love, are going to live in eternal torment. Like forever. How dare you? How dare you? It's essentially a choice. Yeah. Since you don't care about religion that much. Right. Well, because it's like, I don't know that, well, the thing is too, like, I grew up thinking like once saved, always saved. Like that, yeah. that was our, that was our belief system. Yeah. And so like now that I'm like, obviously not a Christian anymore, uh, I Somehow feel like the rules, rules have changed. changed. It's like, it's it's like when people say like, um, well, it's not that, uh, you were saved and now you're not. It's just that you just never really were saved before because you never were really committed okay, to it. You're like twisting you're like, okay, the rules. Semantics. You're saying the same thing. But the fact that, yes, it was said with a smile, too. I'm like, so you're making a choice that you believe that one, like your family members are going to hell and you like it. Yeah. F you. Yeah, it's not great. No. It's not a good look. Not a great look. Well, and also, too, like, the thing is to me, like, I, I really don't, I personally don't care what their actual spiritual belief systems are about people. I, okay. But, like. Yeah. Like about people who are not Christians, like whatever, yeah. like you can, you can have whatever belief systems as long as it's not like really hurting somebody, actively hurting somebody. But like, I feel like every single person that I know, and maybe this is just, maybe this is just, I am lucky with my friends, but like 
they're the exception to the rule. Like if their family is really religious, they're like, okay, well, yeah, like everybody like you goes to hell, but you, well, because of this so reason, that has reason an exception. that I know, I know you. And so I just know that you're, you're like, okay, you're good. Which is what gives me hope for some of my family members, because I yeah. know that they believe some of their, our extended family members, what they have died and they believe that they're in heaven yet they don't know that they were ever christian but yeah. they have that belief that they went to heaven i'm like okay so but everybody like, does everybody does that, i don't right? know anybody that thinks that except for apparently that some they, people <laughs> for sure but like i don't know of anybody and this is like kind of sad but like i don't know anybody that goes to a funeral and is like man loved in hell. Ah, i loved him so much i really wish like they could have gone to heaven I mean, Every, I personally don't. Maybe there are people. There, bro- there, there probably there are probably people. There probably is. I will say I can. Okay. So my stance on this too was that I can understand from my experience of being a Christian. I used to, I used to be very like evangelical and very yeah. much. That was very much my life. Like my faith was everything that I was about. So I understand if someone, if someone is very, um, very religious and it means that much to them and they're praying on their knees for my salvation. Yeah, that's a very different then story. Then you can be- fine. You can believe that I'm going to hell as long as you are freaking out about it. Yeah. Right? As long right. as you're like I'm so upset and whatever, even though I don't like I don't necessarily want that energy. No, right. But in my head I'm like I can understand and I can like I, I have room for compassion and understanding for a person who is very upset about yeah th- that they believe that I'm going to hell. Yeah. But if someone just says that you're going to hell and they're just flippant about it. Yeah. And they don't care about their religion all that much. And it's basically a choice and they're enjoying saying it to you because they know it's just like try- they're trying to get the upper hand. That's when I have a problem. Yeah. I'm like, that's a little unnecessary well it's just like yeah i mean it is unnecessary for sure but like also at the same time like i have had deep long conversations with this person and basically got to the point where they were just admitting that there's it's like the bible is basically disproven but that's where faith intercedes so you have enough faith you have enough faith to believe in the bible yeah exactly great i'm so glad that that's where you really Get your You really buckle down. You really... Yeah. Anyway, so... Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, too, like, even if you are Christian, there's so many other atonement theologies. Like, you don't... You literally don't have to be... Believe that Jesus died for your sins and that there's heaven and hell to be a Christian. There's a lot of Christians that believe that everybody's going to heaven or that there's purgatory and then you make your way to heaven or hell is temporary like Like, i think some of my family members there's so much of that and so like to just make the choice again you're making the choice to believe that your family member is going to hell i'm just like wow well the thing is too like and i know this was very much like to our face yeah it's like for me for a transitional period out of christianity when i still needed like I basically needed my words that I used in Christianity to still make sense. There was a long time where I was like, oh, yeah, but like hell isn't real, but we bring hell to each other on Earth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, in a way is true. I feel like it's yeah. it's like making it Christianese when it doesn't have to be. But like, well, I believe that we are the human experience is both heaven and hell. Yeah. So I'm like that. Yin and yang. I can I can get I can get behind that. But like, I feel like you not 
well, I mean, yes, actually, specifically this person at this point, are creating and bringing hell, even though you think that you're trying to save somebody for heaven. Like, it's so I, bizarre. It's, it's, and, and look, like, I was there. I was the type that I was like, out in the streets like when but i was in middle were school upset about it i was upset but that's about the it. thing you yeah. were upset that people were going to hell and so yeah. you you believed that they were and you were upset about it i can rationalize that so where's the where's the line though of respect where like say you have a family member that is christian and or do they you, don't like, even have to be you Christian? Also there's don't many wanna, other religions for sure for sure but i mean like and you don't like you don't want to hear about it all. like you don't want to have that to be the like centerpiece of every single conversation that yeah. you have with your family member so like is there a line like they should just be crying and praying on their knees silently and yeah. they should talk about everything but that basically i mean i'm not saying that that's what i want i'm not saying that i to choose between the two or anything like that like somebody who's devout and thinks i'm going to hell and is really upset about it and then someone who smirks about it and doesn't really care it's just their choice of thinking we're going to hell i don't know if i have a preference but I, but the idiocy <laughs> of the latter is what uh-huh. gets me. That's what like like that's what like really riles me up because it's hypocritical. I'm just like, well, how very unloving. Yeah, I see one as because you're like your life doesn't look any different than mine. Your practices right. look no different than mine. Like the the devout believer, the devout person who believes in whatever religion. Yeah, I can empathize. But the person who just makes the choice to believe that someone is going to hell and doesn't have anything else to really back it up. Yeah. I want to physically fight them. So I'm that's... glad you didn't. We were in the middle of an ice cream shop. <laughs> that would have been really awkward. No, but I walked out. Yeah, for sure. We did leave immediately. I was like, yeah, you chased after me, which was great. Yeah, I had your back. I really appreciated that. And all that to say, we don't believe in hell. <laughs> no. So we're not like personally... It's not like scary. It's not like oh, they think. Well, like, am I? I I don't have any of those feelings. I'm just like um, the disrespect, the disrespect. So again, it goes back to I want to physically fight when the things don't add up for me. Yeah, is it like? Does it feel like a trauma thing for you? Because I feel like for me, it's just one of those things that like it kind of brings me back to the hellfire and brimstone that I was preached all growing up. Like yeah. growing up in Minnesota with um what's his what's his name even john, john piper, piper. Mm. like that that's so what i was surrounded by so it kind of like i feel like if there's anything that i'm actually triggered by in christianity mm. is is stuff like that where i'm like oh, okay i'm just like shutting it off like i just i'm mm. not gonna have that conversation because it brings me back there so i'm like for me it's it's that it's less okay. about like the because for me i'm like whatever like i literally feel like there's no it, it doesn't it doesn't matter like, like there's no weight on my shoulders for me to be a christian like I know that me having the opinions that I have, speaking in the way that I do, having left my belief system, like I know that all of the pressure is on my family, if they even feel the pressure, to like try to convince me to be a Christian. And yeah. I and I and I definitely like I know that they're gonna have to process that in whatever way that they do too. Yeah. So it's like I don't know where to where to balance myself on that because I'm like I am triggered by some of that Mm -hmm. and it brings me back to uh, a lot of the fear mechanism that i was raised in but i also am like okay i'm not like offended by my i'm not offended in the same way i think you were by my family saying that because i'm like okay yeah but like we could end up getting into a conversation about it later where you change your mind 
where you where and, I, I can always change their mind right give me three hours of a conversation with them and their mind will be totally the complete opposite opinion and that's why i have comp- like that's why i completely feel disrespected by this sentiment because yeah. i'm like you don't even freaking believe that like you don't like you do but you don't like you're making the choice to say that you asked if it's a trigger for me like spiritual trigger and actually no i know for sure it's not to me it's like it feels like somebody's trying to take control of um a social dynamic a familiar a fam- family dynamic a whatever kind of dynamic by using that kind of language. And that bothers me also now that you've stated like it was your family that I think the fact that it was your family, I'm protective of you. Yeah. And I'm protective of, of, yeah, I can see that. So for me again, so you're like family shouldn't act like that to family. Yeah. And the way my, so the way my family is, they're more on the other side where they're like, they really believe it. They're really devout. And so I'm like, I, my personal experience is like, I can get it because like, you know, I family members on their knees, like praying for me. So I'm like, I get it because that's also what I was raised in. So I was like, I also was that person who like was really upset about like believing someone was going to hell. So I'm like, I can understand. I I just when things don't add up and whenever people choose, because when I was that in my dogmatic religion, faith, I did not I did not feel like I had a choice in it. And if someone was going to hell or not, like I. I truly was it it was terrible it was a terrible terrible feeling thinking that like I I it was never on the table whether or not I could decide if someone was or wasn't it just they were they like yeah they weren't you know according to whatever the bible said or whatever somebody else told me you know so I can empathize with that but like whenever it's just flippant it just it's very it's just frustrating it's very irritating to me well it's like I can I can see though where for me it, it was the basis basically that that energy toward people was the basis of my religion for a while it was just kind of like flippant disregard for somebody else's like I don't care how you feel like you're going to hell because you don't do x y and z and so like because that's exactly what I left it's it just it just kind of pulls me back that way but I can see how like for you it's not spiritually triggering because like like you're saying, when you when you were dogmatic about your faith, like you prayed your heart out. Yeah. And you still do that. Like literally just like with Patchouli and her being in the hospital, like you literally were just praying more than I think I've seen my entire family pray ever <laughs> other than like at the dinner table. So I'm like, I feel like you still carry so much of your practice into the world because your I practice was intentionality. Right. Yeah, but I think even like when you were experimenting around, like I know it wasn't prayer in the same way, but when it was manifestation, when it was tarot cards, when it was whatever, sure. like you've carried such intentionality into if any time you were ever going to believe yourself into some sort of spiritual practice, it was like you were committed. Yeah. You did it right. Like you did it like you were you were just like uh, it was sacred to you. Yeah. Well, I'm a spiritual bitch. So like. Yeah. It's just like I will always be. Um, I thought for a second I wasn't going to be. That was a very quick second. Actually, yeah. I was my least spiritual when I was Christian, when I was religious. I can get behind that. I'm thankful, but hell was never the thing that like, I, I was ever scared of. I yeah. know that's a lot of people's like one of their traumas with like religion and leaving the church and things like that. They like carry the baggage of hell. Yeah. Essentially. Right. And um, I'm really thankful that 
was absolutely not one of them. I think it was just triggering for me because I see glimpses of my own old personality in it that I just mm. hated. And maybe it would be triggering for me. So it probably would be more triggering if somebody was like crying to me thinking I was going to go to hell. Yeah. That probably would be more. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so that's why I'm saying like, it's not like I would prefer one over the other because I would be probably a lot more like personally emotionally conflicted if i had someone crying and telling me you know yeah. i'd be emotionally conflicted but with this situation it was not emotionally conflicting at all i had one feeling and it was rage <laughs> <laughs> how do you have rage with an ice cream cone in your hand that's the real question well i didn't need it did i you did not that's true it's not like one of it's not like mcdonald's old slogan was you like can't smile while you're eating a frost or no wendy's you can't you, smile while you're eating a frosty because you, you put a spoon in your mouth and it literally makes your mouth smile so you can't not smile you mean yeah that's what i meant yeah i was like you can't smile you're like angry <laughs> eating ice cream <laughs> well that was you the other night well that's why i didn't eat it you're like i refuse to taint what ice cream is to me i literally could i could it will not be angry yeah i just i wasn't i couldn't stomach it yeah so okay you said though you thought for a minute that you weren't spiritual or you yeah. weren't going to end up being spiritual. I'm, I'm curious, like what, what do you mean? Because like, I feel like you've always chased it down. Like I said, you've always been so intentional that like, I can't imagine you not being spiritual. Well, because you're not in my head and you're not in like, you're, you're not living my experience. So a lot of the times whenever you keep bringing up terror, which is so funny. Cause I feel like that was such a short, oh, it was such a blip, but for sure time, but like people know that about it's just funny. Well, it was people like the like, first thing that you like, did that I was Whoa! like, <gasps> freaking cards, y'all. It's cards. Jesus okay, Christ. let me say this about tarot. Okay, and I've said this before, but maybe not on the podcast. So there's lots I could say, but I'll, let me just make this really, really short. Distill it for us. Yeah. So the Bible has been used time and time again to rape, murder, and kidnap and all the horrible things to people for generations and generations and generations like religion but specifically let's just say the bible you know this is what the bible says so massacres yeah. giant massacres have happened in the name of the bible and or jesus and or certain bible verses right yeah tragedies name me one time that someone came out of a tarot reading and was like i want to kill half a country yeah i'm sorry which one's scarier? Yeah. Well, and also like the contents of the Bible are also awful. Yeah. I mean, some of it. I mean, some of it's beautiful, the pro like Proverbs. For and sure. Whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just like, I think about that and people are so scared of tarot. I'm like, you mean to tell me you've never just like, da -da -da -da, like prayed and like flipped to a page in the Bible and be like, God show me what I'm supposed to read. And then you read it and you're like. Oh, that just hit me right in the heart where I needed it. The Lord so ordained that page to open. I'm like, okay, you're praying to a deity to like show you what you want, you need in life. At a random page flip. At a random, in this huge, gigantic book, when you've got, <laughs> how many, 78 cards in tarot or something? You have 78 chances, essentially. Not thousands However of However many thousands pages. of pages. Okay, so... Just the comparison, like those two things. I just don't understand why people are so upset. Like it's that about, literally is tarot. 
I yeah. mean it in a roundabout way. And, over, and again, that's why. See, I was gonna make it. I was gonna make it short. But look, I never make things short. I'm like, let no, me. We have a podcast the, <laughs> for a reason. Let me tell you. In, it long long story short. <laughs> but the long version. <laughs> the long version. I'm like, let my intro be the short version. She said then, the abridged version is one page shorter than the full version. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's my little bit about tarot because um, it's all about you know who's doing it and all that stuff too okay again that could be a whole other thing but you mentioned tarot and that was a very short season of my life yeah but i big impact but i do think it's important to compare those two yeah okay it was your gateway drug to spirituality that was not i just wanted to do it to to do the things that i was told to be afraid of and that were like terrible and witchy and leading you down a slippery slope i'm like really but i've also never i don't know I've never really been that scared of like yeah. spirituality. True. Okay. So you asked me why. Like, what do you mean by you thought for a minute there you weren't going to be spiritual? Oh, right. Because whenever I was like, re- like getting into tarot or I was reading about astrology and like reading all these different things, the different elements of my spirituality, most of that time I wasn't embodying the practices, but I was learning a lot about them. So I would yeah. tell you a bunch and like, this is your zodiac. Uh-huh. This is my zodiac. This blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That didn't mean I was being spiritual about it. I was just telling you the things I was learning. I and so that. there was a season in my life where I, on the outside, I think everyone thought I was like super spiritual because I was trying out a lot of things, but that didn't mean I believed in it. Yeah. I was just trying it out because I was learning it. I get that. That's kind of how my journey's been with ancestry. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, so that could be considered spiritual or not. I don't know. But I've always said, like, one of my most spiritual um, practices is the art of research and learning. Mm -hmm. You know, that feels spiritual to me. Truly, it feels magical. It feels spiritual. So maybe you can consider that time spiritual or not. I don't know. So that's why I say that, because I wasn't necessarily embodying it. I didn't, like, necessarily fully believe in it at the time. Which is the whole thing when Patchouli got sick. I was like, I don't even know if I believe any of this shit. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. And I will say, I've been a lot more spiritual lately. So that kind of leads me to... Yeah. Like you've been tapped in. Yes. So I wasn't sure that after her, she got sick and I prayed to everybody everywhere. And I... Pulled all the favors. And I had to release one of my ancestors because I wasn't sure if they were Mm -hmm. attached to Patchouli. You know, that's a whole thing. Yeah. But I had to do that. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be drained of my spiritual connection. You know, I didn't yeah. know if that was just going to be gone because I used it up. So I was waiting. So I basically have been like in this limbo, like, all right, show up if you're going to show up. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I don't know. But I have been definitely tapped in lately. Uh, yeah. I had a prophetic dream. Like and- legitimately, I kid you not verifiable evidence like that it was a prophetic dream yeah there was no other way to explain it i like i promise on everything that i had this dream i about a family member i texted them and they verified what the dream the dream that i had yeah and there's no way i could have known that and yeah so not without giving any of those details it just was a prophetic dream and I, that family member also has prophetic dreams too. 
Yeah. And so we like met in this dreamland. I'm like, what is that? There's so much we don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hits blunt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's so much we don't know. No. And it blew my mind because I I know I'm spiritual. I think you made me a believer with just that one experience. Yeah. Like like, that's the the closest that's the closest I've ever been to a spiritual experience. I say it all the time. I've never had one. Yeah. Technically, I haven't been. But you having one is basically me having one. Yeah. Because you know how much that was true. How it like it was truly a prophetic dream. Yeah. So I've been tapped in lately and that's been feeling really good. And I think I'm just really glad that I'm not. I haven't been cut off. Everybody was like, you used it all up. All my ancestors are like, you used all our power. You can't talk to us anymore. I don't think that that happened. Yeah. No, I think it, honestly, I, I feel like it's just been more interconnected now. Like literally one of yeah. the first things that happened was a prophetic dream of someone else. And like, and praying over patchouli. Like literally you're like pushing all the energy and all the power out. And just yeah. like, I feel like it's just building this like interconnected feeling for you. At least from my perspective of what your spirituality can look like instead of it being this like introspection of like you're either trying to like help solve some of the problems that your ancestors want you to work through or you know they're giving you some sort of guidance for yourself that's kind of what i think it's like it's kind of expanding it is which is really neat it is yeah i'm I'm excited that it meant a lot to you too it did like i still i don't know that i've even fully processed it yet i don't think we will until yeah the dream that i had like comes to completion or whatever uh-huh. you know yeah yeah it's kind of crazy or until we talk to other people about it and other family members but this is a good conversation yeah it was i like this <laughs> this is really fun i'm just so I, i'm just so glad that like i don't know i feel like you have such conviction in places where i don't um and that really brings me a lot of energy it brings me it brings me a lot more confidence in the things that I do in the places that we go Mm. with this. I love that. We're a good team. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Hopefully you found yourself somewhere in our stories talking about hell and spirituality and family and family as we do. You're our fam now. (laughs) Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and until next time. Bye. Bye.